Well, hello, and welcome to Chapel Chat, a podcast engaging questions of how life meets faith, warts and all, both in our own faith community and our community at large. I am Dieter Heinzel, one of the pastors at Ladue Chapel Presbyterian Church in St. Louis, Missouri, and your host on this journey. You can find more about us on our website at ladoochapel.org, or you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And of course, we would love for you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings or worship with us online. Today, I'm here with uh, Doug King, who is our uh, pastor head of staff at Ladue, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about one of our favorite liturgical Sundays, uh, the first favorite liturgical Sunday of this new year, which is uh, Baptism of the Lord Sunday. And... Uh, uh, it's going to be a special Sunday here at Ladue Chapel, and uh, I wanted to have Doug talk a little bit uh, with us about that. Thanks, Dieter. And so I will share a few thoughts, and Dieter, please jump in as we're, as we're chatting. I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Uh, you know, there is so much important theology that's attached to this day. When we think about the scripture story we hear of the baptism of the Lord, we learn an awful lot about the identity of God, and we learn about the identity of ourselves. The identity of God we learn about is this is one of those rare instances in Scripture where we experience the Trinity all interacting together. You know, the Trinity is a theological concept we've created that isn't specifically biblical. But in this text that we see, we see God the Father working through the Spirit to be present at Jesus' baptism. So we see all three members of the Trinity interacting with each other, and we see this lovely moment where Jesus is claimed as the beloved Son of God. And so it tells us an awful lot about the relational nature of who the divine is. It also tells us a lot about our identity, because we share in this baptism. We are baptized just as Jesus was. And we are claimed as beloved children as well. And so it's a wonderful framing to both remind us how valuable we are and how equal we all are because we are all children of God. And so um, the people we cross paths with every day, each and every one is a beloved child of God, claimed by God. And, that, and that's an incredibly helpful way to frame our lives. Uh, so I really look forward to this day. Yeah, so for, <clears throat> for me as... You know, as your, your professional Christian, if you will, for me as one of the clergy, it's always uh, a very powerful day because uh, as people reaffirm their baptism and as uh, the way we celebrate is we have people come down the aisle and then we mark them with the sign of the cross and we remind them of their baptism because most of them or most of us were baptized when we were little kids. So I was baptized when I was just two or three days old in, in a hospital somewhere in, in, in Germany. But so I don't remember my own baptism, but that day I get to be reminded uh, of that. And as you were saying, Doug, uh, as people come down the aisle and, and I look at them, I, I know most of their stories. I know a lot of their hurts and pains, but also the joys in their lives. And, uh, uh it, it's, it's a great reminder that uh, what a privilege it is to be called a child of God, regardless, you know, young, old, gay, straight, male, female, as the scriptures say, we are all, all one in Christ. So it really is a, a wonderful day. Uh, this year, I think it's, it's also exciting that we do have an actual baptism on baptism of the Lord Sunday. So, uh, 
little girl. Well, she's not so little anymore, I think. And uh, so that's that's really exciting. Um, but also, uh, as you mentioned, I think it's 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 a very in, in scripture, it's a very dramatic moment as the heavens are you know torn apart, and then there is this dove that descends upon upon Jesus as as he comes out of the water. Uh, dripping wet. It's also a very, it's it's a very dramatic moment, but also a very intimate moment. So it's it's a great interplay between, yeah. Well, it, this is really beyond us, but at the same time, it's it's not beyond us at all. So, dear, you mentioned not remembering your baptism. My parents were a little lazy and slow, so I wasn't baptized till I was eight. So I do remember my baptism, and I, I the 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 memory I have of it is is being so much smaller than everybody else. I felt like I was in a forest with all these adults standing around me, and so you know I always think of baptism in a communitarian sense. Um, you know, I think about being surrounded by all of those people and being and and being a part of something much larger than myself. And my, I'm gonna just jump in and share my my favorite um, baptism story with everyone. Ted, I'm stealing from Ted Warla. This is a story when he uh, dropped off his daughter Shelby to Vassar for her first year at Vassar. So, anyone that's had children and taken them to college and left them at college, there's this moment of, wow, you know, have we prepared them? Do they know who they are? How will they function without us? And so, she was going to Vassar, and they you know, live in Austin, Texas. So we were leaving you very far away from where your home was. And he remembers, you know, that sort of heartfelt goodbye and those tears and those last hugs. And he gets in his car with Kay, his wife, and as they're starting to slowly drive away, he looks in the rear view mirror and he sees Shelby looking at the car and they make eye contact and Shelby makes the sign of the cross on her forehead. She was letting Ted know that she knew who she was. She knew she was above a child of God, baptized into the church. Um, and it's a moment he will never forget, and it's a story I will never forget about how powerful that identity can be for us if we can hold on to it, whatever may come in our lives, as you eloquently mentioned, that when people come forward to, to um, offer those vows once again, um, that they've had all sorts of life experiences that have been both amazing and have been incredibly challenging. And through it all, that um, citizenship in the kingdom of God and that being claimed into the family of God as a child of God holds true through everything they go through in their lives. Yeah, it's usually what, what we tell our students, our young folks, when they go through confirmation, because you know, you never know what sinks in and what doesn't they sink in in a confirmation class. But uh, I always like to to say to them the, the same thing. You know, just if if you don't remember anything we tell you, just remember one thing because it will get you through many you know dangerous toils and snares. And that's the fact that the promise that God made to you when you were baptized it says, "I will be your God, and you will always be my child." And that that will never ever change and uh in a way it's a very lutheran thing to say right because luther was always you know he always thought the devil was after him and so whenever he had a, a bad day or when he would, felt that he was in a tight spot he would do the same thing that shelby did you know he would he would make mark himself with the sign of the cross and he would say i am baptized and so it's a very it's a very powerful uh powerful thing uh, one of my uh one of my uh, friends who is um, happens to be a Baptist, 
a pastor, he, he would always say, well, you know, if, if you don't believe it, all the water will do is get you wet. I, I always thought <laughs> that was a great way, great way of looking at it, but, but it is true. So uh, baptism, on the one hand, it is God's gift to us. It's an invitation to join uh, the community of faith, to join the life of Christ in the Spirit, but at the same time, requires our our assent to say, yes, I want to, I actually want to do this. So it's a sign and a seal that, you know, cannot be broken, mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, and I, I also think it's worth reminding all of us about the nature of sacraments in general, you know, that we always say they're visible signs of God's invisible grace. I think of them as um, sort of teaching tools because it is so hard to comprehend how the boundlessness of God can be intimately present in our lives. And so, you know, I, I love when I meet with baptism families and they sort of whisper, so what kind of water do you use for the baptism? We go, Tap water. <laughs> Because God's love is as close to us as the water we bathe in and cook with and drink. Um, and it, 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 that's just so remarkable that what is so common is really miraculous. And, you know, when we talk about baptizing babies, the way I always frame it for families is you can understand this because there's nothing more common than babies being born. It's happened since the dawn of civilization and history. But there's nothing more miraculous than when you give birth to a child. That's a miracle, even as common as it may seem in the grand scheme of things. To recognize that God claims each of us in that sort of miraculous way of our existence um, is breathtaking when we think about it. Yeah, so uh, um, a while ago, I think I, I was on some retreat, I don't even remember, but uh, uh, the retreat leader recommended, since you know we Protestants, we don't do so well with outward signs and so we always think oh that's what the catholics do you know and we, we look at them funny but uh he recommended that every day i'd have a, a small bowl vessel at home and empty it out in the morning and then refill it with water to remember uh my baptism and i, th I actually think uh since i'm not everybody is but i'm a visual person i like seeing things and uh that helps me understand the world around me a lot better. So that, that's a very helpful thing for me to do. And it's actually one of the reasons why if you're a Roman Catholic, you would dip, you know, your uh, hand in the water and then you mark yourself with the sign of the cross as you enter the sanctuary. It's not to ward off, you know, vampires and all evil, but uh, initially it really is that sign that shall be made or that Luther made that says, I am baptized. I'm a child of God. This is where I belong. I belong here. And these are my brothers and sisters and siblings in Christ. Um, and I am a member of, of that family. And that's a very, very powerful thing. I love that tradition. I think about one of your alma maters, um, Austin Seminary, has that opportunity when you they walk do. into that chapel, that lovely, gracious, large bowl of water um, waiting for folks as you enter. I don't know what the logistics would like be here at Ladue Chapel, but it's awfully fun to think about creating that opportunity for our people every Sunday. Yeah, the, the bowl at Austin Seminary, it's huge. So you, you can't overlook it. You have to walk around it. You, I mean, you, you cannot <laughs> yeah. help but being remembered. You know, it's not this 
dinky little thing that's somewhere in the corner. You really, it's, it's in your way. And you have no other way than acknowledging it. So, yeah, that's a great, that's a great thing. Yeah, I would love to have something like that here at La Chapel. You know, who knows? In the new year, anything's possible. We never know. Yeah. Well, thanks, Doug, for, for being with us today. It's always great to talk to you and looking forward to uh, leading worship with you and Mel on January 9th. And uh, so thanks for tuning in. And we will talk to you next time. Blessings. Mm-hmm.